Shut up and sit down. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another edition of Paraprobe, and I am your host, Chance Hancock. And sitting next to me is my faithful compatriot, my other host, Mr. Jesse. Yeah, we back. Yeah, After right. like three weeks of chaos and hiatus and... Like vacations, <sighs> you know, parole. Parole, you know, yeah. go on vacation, leave on probation. You know how it goes. You know how it goes. Yeah. You ever have... um? Somebody Maybe. ever pop yeah. up like, and immediately when they talk, you hate them. Oh yeah. You hate their voice. Yeah, pretty much every day. Yeah, that's the yeah. show before us. Um. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. Uh, just Lord have mercy. Um. Yeah, there really is. I think there are certain people that have a a tone <laughs> that when they speak, it, it's like nails down a chalkboard for it, me. It feels like wicked, like. I'm talking down to you because I'm a guy on the radio that talks smart. Talk smart. I sound real redneck right now, buddy. <laughs> I know stuff. I know things and stuff. I learned a lot. Speaking of things and stuff, ladies and gentlemen, prepare for another apocalypse because CERN has lit off again. We're going to die. Yep. Yeah. So I, I love this article. It's from the Washington Post, by the way. And I'm not saying that there's going to be side effects, but I didn't even have to look online and know when it went active. I mean, I was literally in my kitchen, and I felt things down below start, you know. Down below vibrating. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're not going there. Is you there a truck going by? I'm not sure yet, but either way. Well, it's uh, the article says, after more than a three-year pause for upgrades, which that should be in quotations, a three-year pause for upgrades, because last time they turned it on, we had Rona. We had all kinds. (laughs) Like, CERN. (laughs) So wait for it. Uh, the accelerator run by the European Organization for Nuclear Research, or CERN. What? Never mind. It's collecting data again. This time, it's out to prove the existence of a mysterious substance. Dark matter. Yep. <laughs> and everybody who is a science geek, uh, sci-fi geek, uh, watches The Flash. That's how villains got created, was, you know, dark matter. That's how The Flash got created, though. Yeah. Tell you what. Striking you by lightning. I want I want to get hit by lightning and turn into the flash. That would be kind of cool. I don't want to die, but like I want to turn into the flash. Yeah, you don't want to turn into literally a flash and be gone, but yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. Dude, if I could become the flash and I could run back in time and change some things, oh yeah. <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> if I could turn back time, <laughs> I'd be singing oh, that the whole time I'm running. How? funny would it be if that's the song they played instead of like the flash like little theme song or whatever they were playing that when he was going back in time <laughs> dude i'm starting to think that barry allen is real because all this weird crap keeps happening it's like barry please stop messing with the timeline please mm-hmm. you're messing everything up uh anyways uh apparently there's that's okay i'm sure biden will blame stern for you know the gas prices oh, stop too. it stop it we're not we're not doing that i'm not doing anything i'm just saying Depends on what the uh, teleprompter says, apparently. Yeah. Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> I was crying. <laughs> Keep it classy, Washington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Um, so they discovered three new particles. Um, I don't know where it's at. I thought you had information on this. But, uh, I do. Apparently, do it. Send it. Yeah, I don't Say have something. To, I have to 
look Good. at the information because I'm the kid that it. didn't do his homework. Yeah, they looked up. <laughs> uh, they actually have discovered three new particles that they really don't know what it is. That's the scary part. <laughs> so it's one of those like, I mean, this is how zombie apocalypse movies start. <laughs> you know, so true. And scientists, I swear to God, scientists are the the people in the universe that are out there going, let's poke it with a stick. Oh my goodness. So what is this? Oh, learning English. Okay, okay. I, I thought this was another news thing mm-hmm. because they have literally words in the story, and they go through the definitions of things. Oh, like protons, quark, neutron. Yeah, yeah. like I, I was I was about to say, for a news story, that's super condescending. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so you can understand what I'm talking about. Let me dummy this down for you. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, my goodness. That's a little terrifying. Exotic particles. Yeah. And, and yeah, I'm telling you, this is how the zombie apocalypse happens. We get to screwing around with this stuff, this dark matter. Next thing you know, one scientist gets infected, and then it goes to another and another and another, and then it goes out there into the open environment and yada, yada, yada. And then next thing you know, we're all eating each other. And I'm not meaning in a good way. It's going to be horrible. I'm telling you, this sounds all going to start. That's how we're all going to die. Well, that's what they said about uh, Rona, too. Because, like, legit, like, that that was one of the uh, theories going around about it. I, it. I mean, come on. They happened about the same time. <clears throat> For real. It wasn't a bat. It was a scientist CERN. Do they? They don't have names for them yet. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, because they're unknown subatomic <laughs> particles. Holy crap. What part of that in the first three times did that's you not get? literally like what you do when you discover something. Yeah, it's, it's like subatomic. When, when it's cave- new particle A, B, and C until they figure out a name for it when they figure out what it actually does. When freaking fire was made, they had to come up with a name for it. Otherwise, that red stuff over there. <laughs> well, they were they, Pretty much they were grunting probably back then. <laughs> But that's that's basically all they refer to it. I mean, later down the line, we wound up coming up with the term and the word fire, you know. Uh, but like. Actually, I think it was Romans who came up with the word fire, I believe. I could be wrong. Who knows? Who knows? But anyways, anyhow, um, yeah. fun fact, uh, there is a theory going around saying that it is being blamed for trying to spiritually keep souls on earth and from ascension i've heard about that one there okay you know what let's let's have some fun today we're you know what we're we're throwing away everything yeah, all let's notes. do it we're just going off top it. our heads here send it so there are so many different conspiracy theories behind cern right now one being the obvious a lot of people always thought that what's going to happen is they're they were attempting to create a black hole right and everybody was like you know what's going to happen they're going to make it and it's going to eat up everything and we're all going to die right then everybody was kind of like, well, maybe the Mandela effect that we've been talking about before on past shows. Let me explain this to the audience who are not familiar. Are you going to dummy it down for people? Uh, just for people are, who are, don't know. Are you going to be that guy? No, just for people who don't know what the term Mandela effect Google is. Google Mandela effect. You got you got the summation of human knowledge in your hand. No. Oh. So anyways, for those <laughs> of you not currently holding a phone, for Mandela effect <laughs> basically means you might have a memory of something. That everybody else says did not happen. So you were holding on to this memory going, no. And I'll give you an example. Berenstein Bears opposed to Berenstein Bears. It was Steen. 
Yeah, there's been much, much argument and debate on that, of people remembering it being the other way around. And they're saying, like, no, it, it, it used to be this way. And people are like, no, the name never changed. So everybody's having these different memories of it, all right? Plus, hence the term comes from Nelson Mandela. All right, Nelson Mandela, everybody had believed had died in prison, mm -hmm. which he did not. He did. And that's what screwed a lot of other people up. And that's where the Mandela effect came from. So a lot of people believe that, unlike Barry Allen from The Flash, CERN screwed with the timeline. And now that's why we have a lot of things causing a Mandela effect, that they actually altered our timeline by accident. I mean... It's a huge theory out there on it. And there's a lot of people starting to buy into it. I believe it. I, yeah. Well, I, it's a possibility. I I don't believe it. It's plausible. How about that? I yeah. don't. I don't want to say like I believe something that like I may not actually believe. This is true. Yeah. That is a lie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that was determined to be a lie. Yeah. yeah. My favorite. They are bringing in interdimensional creatures. That too. That 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 word for me. Remember the movie The Mist? That's what that was based on with Thomas Jane. It was about the little town that got surrounded by this mist and everything. Yeah, and people were, like, being, like, eaten or something. I don't yeah, know. and you hear these uh, troops, they're, like, in this diner, and they're eating lunch or whatever, and they were talking about, yeah, they're getting ready to turn on that big collider today and everything, and, you know, we're waiting to see what happens. And you find out they opened up a breach to another dimension, and all these beasts were coming into our side. You don't remember that in the movie? I <clears throat> vaguely remember. I think I, like, fell asleep. Oh, my <laughs> God, really? It's on Netflix. You gotta go watch it. Yeah, I might have to. I I remember like the end of it. Yeah, no. where it like just suddenly goes away. Yeah. So uh, another one is that they believe that they were doing this in order to, dun dun dun, open up a breach to hell. That wouldn't be good. Here's why. <laughs> because either intentionally Here's why or it wouldn't be good, either or intentionally or unintentionally. <laughs> According to the Bible, that that is one of the things supposed to happen where we somehow managed to open up a bridge to the other side. Oh, no. The Mount south. of Olives were supposed to split open. So keep your eye on the Mount of Olives, there ladies and gentlemen. And the uh, Wailing Wall. You and the Wailing two, Wall. You see two dudes breathing fire over there, and this nigh. <laughs> Wicked nigh. Oh, do you know how much chaos we could cause? I know some good special effects guys, man. We could go over to the Wailing Wall. Dude, don't do that. I wouldn't do that. That's <laughs> sacrilegious. I wouldn't do it. Yes, yes. Yeah, I would. No, I would. Um, but yeah, that is another big theory out there with the uh, with CERN is that they actually are trying to get to the other side. Another one is too that they believe that there was they accidentally contacted an alien race when they did this, and hence why now Oops. that we've been going more and more into about you know putting out there to the public now about UAPs and all that stuff. Is because, well, look, we accidentally called them. <laughs> so we got to start letting people know about it. <laughs> is that how interstellar communications work? AT&T. Reach out and touch someone. So, oh, man. No, I mean, I can see it happening. Or it yeah. could be like um, uh, Star Trek first contact thing, you know, where, yeah. like, they don't bother with you until you achieve warp capability. Mm -hmm. They don't bother with you until you're slamming particles together and creating dark matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, they're creating exotic particles. We need to talk to them. <laughs> yeah. It's time for – It's oh, my God. It's the puberty talk. It's literally <laughs> mom and dad coming. There you go. <laughs> um, all right, son. When <laughs> Look, I know things are changing. <laughs> 
Uh, let me tell you about the uh, not the birds and the bees. Well, can the atoms and the quarks. <laughs> <laughs> so. When one atom really likes another atom, they, they collide together. They create things. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. You, you know what? You might actually be onto something. I mean. Literally. It could be aliens actually coming here to have the big talk with us going, stop. Stop what you're doing. You're going to go blind doing that. Stop. That's what's happening. <laughs> Potentially. I mean, but what what would it be like if like we legit wound up seeing aliens like do you think it would like harmonize the world supposedly <laughs> nope. like star trek or do you no. think it would just throw us into like more chaos like a rebellious teenager fighting their parents i think that if aliens showed up first off i think everybody would kind of take a deep breath let it out slow and go yeah we knew it that would be the first thing seems legit yep the second thing that would happen would be um, probably people trying to get to vote Democrat or Republican. They're probably going to try to get to vote one or the other. Oh, my God. Um, and no, actually, in all reality, I believe that the first, the very, well, actually, I know for sure, the very first thing is that NASA and our military will be combined and making contact with them. Because just like any other, you know, foreign species, we need to make sure it's safe. Mm-hmm. Like, prime example. Or make sure they're on our every side. Time, well, <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, a prime example with NASA. Every time the astronauts go into space, when they come back to Earth, they have to be decontaminated and quarantined for, like, a certain amount of days before they can actually be let back into public. Because of actual chances of them bringing back something from uh, – ah, bit my tongue. Them coming back from space <laughs> with something. You sharpen your teeth this morning? Yeah. So they actually have to, they, they literally do. They have to decontaminate before they can, and quarantine for a few days before they can be released back into the, the wild, you know, back into public. <laughs> back into the wild. Yeah. A lot of it's obviously, it's, uh, you know, health checks, all that stuff, making sure that they're fine or healthy and all that before they release them to let them go home and all that. But a part of it, I kid you not. Like even the spacecraft have to be you know decontaminated. The capsules and stuff that they use to come back to Earth, or even the space shuttle, <clears throat> they have a mad wash down on these things to decontaminate them of any type of radiation or anything else it may have absorbed or picked up while in space. And they have to do the same thing with the astronauts. They got to quarantine. Didn't know that, did you? No, I did not. Yeah. But it makes sense. I mean, but what do they do with um, like the. When they are bringing back things from... Like space rocks, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like with the moon rocks and everything, they still have those quarantined. They have ways of running tests on them. They they keep them in self-contained, like, you know, ecosystems like of glass. And they're able to, and like, like the... You know, like in the movies, I see them when they had the core sample tubes. Mm-hmm. They had that, too, that they use. And those things stay sealed, and they have ways to connect onto it where they have machines that can read and examine everything that's inside the contents to make sure it's safe to release out publicly to make sure they didn't accidentally bring something back. Uh, majority of it really is just radiation. It's not like they're scared about like a alien, you know, amoeba or bacteria or something that's going to kill everybody. But they do have to make sure they're prepared for that, just to be on the safe side. It does happen. Yeah. Crazy. Now, I'm, I'm reading Snopes, which we all know is fake news anyway. Like, it, it legit, they're... <clears throat> They'll take the nuance out of something and throw it down the hill. But uh, what was it? Uh, no, CERN didn't open a porthole to another dimension in July 2022. Like it's, it's literally okay. like four okay. days after. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, 
let's clarify something. Let's just say for argument's sake, okay, argument's sake here, that CERN pulled it off and they did. Do you think they're going to tell Snopes about it? No, and Snopes they don't even hold have... a security clearance even remotely high enough to know about it. No, I. <laughs> so Snopes, <laughs> what you're saying to the American people right now on your website is your opinion, not a fact. Well, that's what they do. Um, Snopes, there, uh, there's another couple, three or four that like literally had a lawyer fact check like all their. Oh, yeah. Quote, unquote, fact checks, and all of their fact checks were completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. It was all using opinion articles instead of like, factual arguments. Exactly. That's why I do not use Snopes anymore. I did, uh, to be honest, I did when it first came out because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Got a shortcut. Somebody's already doing the homework for you. Yep. Nope. And, and, and like, like, there's been times that they've talked about, mm, like, military operations and such, everything else, and you go on Snopes to check about it. And they give you this off-brand story and everything else, and you're like, no, dude, that's opinionated. That's not fact. So, yeah, I don't trust Snopes at all anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And it's true, though. I mean, not. I, I know we kid around and we poke fun at everything and everybody, um, but the truth of the, of the matter is that just hypothetically, for argument's sake, like I said, if CERN would have actually con contacted an alien you know, species or if it turned around and opened up another you know, dimension, a you know, pocket dimension, anything of that nature, one, pocket dimensions, opening up another trans-dimensional, you know, uh, of breaking through time and space and all that. That is stuff that is going to be classified freaking immediately. It's going to be classified, I promise you, because they can use military applications on that. The only people that's going to know about that is CERN themselves and the U.S. government with the military. That's it. Snopes is not going to know or anything French. about I that. I mean, they're where are that. They're in Switzerland, but, right? Yeah, but yeah. you get what I'm saying, though. It's just going to be the governments and stuff like that. It's going to be deemed classified, like, immediately. Yeah, the no. only way that it will become declassified is somebody screwed up and talked about it publicly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like but us? If, but, if, well, to be real, if they were trying and attempting to, and, and to you know, I'm, I'm dismissing all the conspiracy stuff we were bringing up and talking about for a second here. If they were really attempting to break through, like I said, transdimensional barrier and actually be able to break through the time continuum through space, everything else, go into another dimension, they wouldn't be telling the public they're doing that anyways. No. Because they already know everybody would be screaming, shut it down. Yeah, exactly. Immediately. Because yeah, they're the, not going to tell anybody. They're just going to do it. Despite all of our theories and theoretical physics and yeah. just all of our extensive uh, pop culture on it. Yeah. We don't know the actual effects of said uh, experimentation. Exactly. And it, it, who's to say if we do, if we open up like a rip in the space-time continuum that it won't keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, yeah. and bigger and big, until like we like – we're yeah. sucked into another dimension where apparently oxygen is not oxygen anymore. It's ammonia, and we all die. Yeah. You're welcome. Exactly. Spiral. Or we go into another one, and well, everything just changes. I'm talking about physics, the whole nine yards. I mean, we might become two-dimensional. Or uh, what was it? Uh, I watched um, oh, Doctor Strange, the the new one. Oh, it was good. Where I they liked went, it. Where they went into the um, the other dimension, they were paint. <laughs> and basically, that's what it would be like if you could break through to all these different you know dimensions. If you you know interdimensions and traveling through in each and every one. The laws of physics and everything is going to change more than likely with each and every one. Oh, and yeah. that's just based on a, a you know probabil probability of a mathematical equation. 
that it stands to reckon very high probability that things are going to change. Some of them may be very, very minor. Other ones may be complete opposites. Other ones would maybe make no sense to us whatsoever. With physics, everything. Everything could possibly change. No, it's it, it would be kind of cool to be able to you know, yeah, foom, 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 all the way through like different dimensions and mm-hmm. stuff, and so check out you know the reality where like I'm I don't know uh, a minotaur or something. <laughs> you, know? like, you never know, man. I mean, <laughs> you might cross over into another dimension, find your doppelganger, mm-hmm. you know, in the other dimension. I hate to use that term, but for lack of a better term, you know, we're going with flash analogies here. I'm good with it. Yeah, you might find a doppelganger of you on another you know, on the other side that may be president of the United States. You know, um, you may be poor, a homeless guy, you know, you may be, who knows? I mean, there's the, some, you know, infinite a possibilities. Lizard. I will be a lizard. I, I, I would be a lizard person. Yeah, really? <laughs> a possibility. There could be, there could be a dimension out there of it. So no, I mean, it, dude. So Dr. Strange, by far one of my favorite characters, period, because mm-hmm. he's just, Doctor Strange. He's Doctor Strange. He, he's the new Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Let's be real, because he's kind of cocky. He's got mad skills, and he knows the stuff, and he doesn't back down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I this last movie kind of like it was weird. It was good. I it, liked it. It was good, but it was weird. Yeah. Like, I I the story is good. I already kind of knew the story to it before the movie came out. Yeah. So I kind of knew the direction they were going when I saw. Like key things in the in the previews, I was like, "Oh, they're going with this storyline." Yeah. Oh, they're using a little bit from that storyline. So yeah, I was yeah, yeah. kind of piece it together. It it honestly, I'm almost I almost wanted it to be like a two part movie. It's gonna be okay because like they need a they should have like made this a Wanda movie mm-hmm. or a Wanda Doctor Strange kind of thing because it was more about Wanda's hero journey. Mm-hmm. Because she went from being hero to villain to hero again. Yeah. And Doctor Strange's journey literally took oh, wait a minute, hold 15 on. Spoiler minutes. Spoiler alert. There we go. Oh. Yeah. If you, if you haven't seen it by now, I'm sorry. You're yeah, too it's, bad. It's on it's Disney, Disney Plus, Plus, people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I saw it. <laughs> Who's got time to go to the theater right now? I'm telling you, man. Uh, yeah. You know what? I, oh, actually. Ooh. Oh, next Saturday. Hmm. I'm coming in to do the show, but I was just close to taking off. Er, excuse me. I was that close to taking off. Why? Because the Shark Con is next weekend. Oh, wow. And they have, like, a lot of the cast members from Jaws 2 are going to be there. Oh, dude. And it's only 25 bucks. Where's it at? Uh, right here in Tampa. Wow. Hashtag not sponsored, but you should. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I wanted to go so bad, and I'm like, I can't leave Jesse on his own for one more show, so. Yeah, no. Well, I didn't even come in last show because yeah. I, chaos. So what had happened was. See, what had happened was. So I wound up having to go up north for um, my brother's wedding, mm-hmm. which was interesting, to say the least. Um, yeah, we had that talk. <laughs> it, was, it was really good to see all the family and stuff, and. Everything like that, but mm-hmm. there was a lot of chaos, a little bit of family, not a little bit, a lot of bit of family drama, like, yeah. and it it was what it was. It was nice to see the family again, but then after that, I come back, and my day job, I got promoted, which was a mistake. <laughs> they made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what they did, <laughs> and I've been trying to basically learn a job that I know nothing about. Well, for me, 
I mean, you, you know me better than most people on this planet. Um, <clears throat> like, really, how often do I hang out with my family or anything? Not much. Very seldom. Yeah, uh, I, I have so much drama on the other side of my family and all that that yeah. I just I stay away from. Well, the drama did, yeah. drama does bother me. Most of it's resolved by now, but like mine's I, not about getting involved. Mine's just I just don't care, <laughs> so I just don't want to be involved in it because I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, no, my three week hiatus, as it were, was mm-hmm. just it, it, there was too much to deal with, and then being on the road and like we literally drove like straight through like eighteen hours. Yeah. So I mean, it was like um. Do you even want me on the show? Because it would probably be uncensored. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the uncensored part would be road rage. <laughs> and speaking of which, we are going uncensored very soon. Yes, yes. Once uh, Chance settles down into yep. uh, potential new digs, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we're going to be doing our uh, uncensored podcast show, which is all video, too, on top of it. Yep. So you can actually watch us. Uh, we're going to be on Amazon Prime. Uh, we're going to be on pretty much everywhere, except for iHeartRadio, because we can't do uncensored with them. Really? So our really? radio show will still be on there. The the daytime show that we do, this one right here, will be still on iHeartRadio and everywhere else that you get your podcast shows um, because we keep it clean on here. But the new Uncensored show, uh, we can't do iHeartRadio with that one. So, But, yeah, we'll be putting it out there. Wow. So I really don't like the dishonesty here once it slows up because now what, we're Tom going. Cruise spots Kate Middleton in Sunny Yellow Dress? No, but look, Stranger oh. Things fan makes a wacky claim. Hadron Collider is porthole to the upside down. But look at the look at the picture here. It's some chick with like all kinds of face tattoos and craziness going on. Like, really? That's that you're really trying that hard to discredit it. That almost makes me th- feel like it's real. Like there's really a porthole. Someone leaked it and our porthole. Portal, porthole, something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boat life. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like, you're trying that hard to discredit it. You're even using a picture of someone that like most people would be like, eh, whatever. No, uh, immediately assume they're not job. Yeah, yeah. And of course, I mean, like I said once again, if they really were trying to break through the barrier of anything, whether it be interdimensional. You know, travel, whether it be... Well, let's break that down. I mean, you said that it would be classified, nobody would know about it, but if if there was a leak, they would be trying everything. And we already know, like, all this stuff here is legit, you know, just a mouthpiece for every government. Oh, absolutely. And if the government was trying to keep it quiet, how would they do that? Put it right out there publicly. Yeah. Oh, this is But they'll they'll overplay it, is how they'll do it. Yeah. They'll turn around and they'll say... Oh, is, yeah, they're trying to break through interdimensional, you know, barriers and travel interdimensionally. Let me tell you about what's really going on, okay? Because these people are idiots. What's happening is we know that you will get much better cell service, better than 5G, if we turn this thing on. That's what they'll be saying. Realistically, they just broke through like 19 barriers of the interdimensional, you know, uh, pans of area. I, I lost track of what I was saying. Good job. Well, not lost track of what I was saying. I lost track of my word that I wanted to use. But anyways, but you get the point. Yeah, ran away screaming. Yeah. <laughs> so essentially that's what it will be. It will be they'll, – they'll make it that if – let's say the guy who came out and leaked it said, you know, the truth of the matter, that they really are actually, you know, breaking through dimensions, right? Mm-hmm. He'll turn around and go, no, they weren't breaking through dimensions. This guy's crazy. He's way overplaying this. You're, you're misinterpreting what he said. What he meant was we were just seeing if there's other dimensions out there that maybe in hopes of 
50 to 100 years down the road when we had that type of technology maybe we might be able to go through these barriers and visit other dimensions realistically realistically we've already had that about a 50 years ago technology and we just now finally got around to doing it and actually did what he means is you will have it in 50 to 100 years you will be able to do it in 50 to 100 years i'm leaving tomorrow Uh, our biggest fan had a really great point it would be like stargate where the military takes over oh there you go and they would probably send expeditions dude think about this if you can make that happen and now you make it into a machine that's portable on every one of our aircraft every one of our ships at sea for the navy we could literally take over the entire world. The universe. Yeah, and the reason for being is because you can't stop an enemy if they can show up on your doorstep instantaneously with or that type of in power. in your power. shower. Yeah, <laughs> literally, yeah. So at that point in time, yeah, you you just you roll the dice and you won. You now own the world. <laughs> I, just, I just had a visual of like, you know, you have some uh, like government official or like prime minister or something you know taking a shower do 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 hi hear that or me come walking downstairs covered in blood looking at stephanie and she'd be like what happened to you i'd be like you're not gonna believe what just happened to me in the shower <laughs> by the way where's the bleach <laughs> <laughs> what happened was i don't know it, supposedly they could be just trying to destroy earth too Honestly, there's easier ways to do or it. Or accidentally, they've accidentally destroyed Earth, and the Mandela effect is them going back in time, changing it to where they didn't destroy Earth. Okay, you know the old saying where they say, like, if you die, that your whole life flashes before your eyes? Yeah. There's a theory out there that we are all already dead, and we're reliving what we're seeing in our minds, which in our in our mind can make it very very real for you, you know, like in a dream. You know, that's you can, literally a theory made by somebody that hasn't had that ever happen or never been close to death. I'm just saying, it's no, a theory. That's not how it works. I'm just saying it's a theory. It's literally not how that works. Been there, done that. You've been there and done that. I know. I'm just saying it was a theory. No, that's BS. You know, it's kind of cool to talk about though, and you ruined it. It's a lie. Whatever. No. I'm not propagating lies like that. Just conspiracy theories. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, next about CERN. Let's see how they plan on destroying the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many ways would it happen? Like, would they all, like, would it be, oh, what is that? Um, Dolly. Yeah, Dolly. We have the Dolly Museum up there. Dolly Parton? No, Salvador oh. Dolly. Oh, say, man, we get killed by Dolly Parton, man. The That's clock cool. painting. Is that how we all die? Like, we literally all start Just melting. warping and melting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they literally make a particle that if you touch it, all your bones turn to nothing. They disappear. <laughs> and we're all like a slug nation or a slug You wind up looking like the oh, – okay, you remember the first movie, X-Men, right? Yes. You remember the senator that they wound up turning into the jellyfish on the yeah, table? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be that. Yep. 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 <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to flip a switch and poof, jellyfish oh, my God. everywhere. We could have so much fun with that. Ah. <sighs> I don't Scientists. know if I want to be a jellyfish, though. No, no. I, I mean, they're – aren't they, like, immortal almost, pretty much? Oh, jellyfish? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah jellyfish go on and on and on and on and on. Um, I, I think that what would be crazy, though, is if they wind up screwing around with this thing, and they legitimately st- – okay, think about this. In the Bible, when it gets to Revelations, they do talk about – prophets people that will have appear to have powers right mm-hmm. see into the future uh be able to do things you know that are extraordinary to other people 
uh, matter of fact, I mean, the Antichrist himself is supposed to sustain from and and come back from a gunshot wound to the head. Basically, like a, a massive head injury. Yes. So with that being said, what if them screwing around with this thing does cause X-Men? It could. I mean, we don't know about Dark Matter. We don't know what it may do, what it may change. So we're already surgically altering people and making it possible for men can have children. Yeah. I mean, there was something about a pregnant man that I read in some passing thing or whatever. It was a woman that transitioned to a man. Oh, well, then I get it wrong. Whatever. Yeah. Either way, men can have babies now. So why not Wolverine? Like, <laughs> can you make your junk bigger? Really? You? I mean, you, come on. Most guys think about that. Come on. Not so much. Okay, fine. There's no hope for me. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Do you know what women call men who have a big package? What? Of course you don't know. <laughs> I, duh. We just made this clear. <laughs> I'm totally using that, though. <laughs> it literally just caught up with you, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, but I just... Uh, we got a couple of younger guys at work that are, like, barely 21. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah, this is going to be fun. Because <laughs> the hazing will continue until morale improves. This is true. <laughs> you know, me and a guy the other day, he's a, a former Marine. Mm. We were talking about like you know like us going through boot camp you know in our younger days and all that good stuff you know and getting hazed and all that good stuff. It's good for you. It, it it's a morale builder and not to mention the fact it's also a it's a buddy thing. You yeah. know it, it's one of those where it, it's a welcome it, it's a like a welcoming party. Yeah. You know, we call them welcoming parties. And usually in situations where like you're being hazed and stuff like it. You're going to see worse than the hazing. <laughs> like, oh, absolutely. And, I mean, e- even in sports and stuff. So in sports, like, if you can't handle the hazing, you're yeah. not going to be able to handle the pressure of, you know, this is the final three seconds. You're down two points. Can exactly. you make this happen? If goal? you can't handle that. Now, yeah. granted, let me let me clarify. There is a different, difference between hazing and, and then straight out of bullying and abusing yeah. people. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. All right. Like when I was in the Navy, when I got to my first command – um, they tricked me in my department to go up to this one locker area to go get some stuff. And I went up there and six guys came in and shut the door behind them and locked it. And it turned into WWE. All right. <laughs> so me against the six of them. WWE. Yeah. Now, granted, they're not trying to literally like break bone and put you in the hospital. No, Nothing no, no. like that, you know, but it was a, it was, it was a no holds barred match. I mean, it was, it was tight you know what i mean yeah and uh but then after it was all done it was only a couple of minutes and we're all cracking up laughing we're you know hugging each other everything else it was my welcome to the the team the group you know and and after that man that that's how we bonded you know because we knew that one we didn't take crap from anybody Mm -hmm. and number two you knew that everybody had each other's back yeah no matter where you're doing at what you're up to whatever you know we were tight I can't yeah. believe I'm bringing this up, but it was like you at Dead X Radio. Mm-hmm. Y'all berated the crap out of each other, talked so much junk about each other. Oh, yeah. Like, God help the person that decided to come after one of y'all because you're all on them. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, yeah. It's family. Yeah. I mean, we, d- we did something similar on the boats, and at, some guys were sneaky about it than others because uh, I bought a, 
a pair of, you know, Navy boots because mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm on this boat. You know, what's going to last the longest? Well, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, these are kind of rubbing me, you know, and the chief, he, he Old was. Old boondockers, buddy. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was a chief in the Navy, go figure. Yep. But um, he, he was a, the chief engineer on the boat at the time, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, you were in the Navy. How do you loosen these things up? How do you, like, break them in a little faster? He was like, soak them in salt water. Mistake. <laughs> they don't ever do that. <laughs> oh my God, my and I never, I never said a word about it. But That's like harsh. my ankles and my heels were so raw. They tighten up oh, so much more. And they're rough and they yep. dry out. Mink oil. Mink oil Mink is your oil. friend. Yep. Is your friend. What I, you know what I wound up doing, man, is I wound up just switching over to jump boots later on down the line. It I'm, was just so much easier and, and, and they last a long time. Yeah. Red wing boots and like Ariat were like my my favorites. First of all. So I wound up transitioning away from laces, mm-hmm. like offshore and stuff, and going up to like knee high, like half shin boots. They were knee high on me because I'm short. <laughs> 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 but like, I'm wearing my stilettos, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that's how you made the extra money on the boat. Oh yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Right. no, that's 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 how you make money on the boat. There you go. After yeah. like thirty or forty days offshore, not seeing a woman. I mean, wow. <laughs> uh, and they got a lot of poles. So, <laughs> good point. Okay. Jokes, funny jokes, funny jokes. Uh-huh. Never happened. Yeah. Um, but no, it was easier to like keep water out. Yeah. Like there'd yeah. be days where we're rigging cargo or whatever, and it's like six foot seas. You got waves crashing over you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I <laughs> so like days, when man. you have your rain gear on, it was easier to keep all the water out, so you didn't yeah. wind up soaking wet, freezing cold, and getting hypothermia or something. Because no matter what, you're rigging in the wintertime. Dude, we were going through the Straits of Hermouth or Vermouth, however you say it. I can't remember now. Anyways, going through the Straits and uh, a bad storm. And I'm on a minesweeper. I was on the USS Dexterous uh, for – I was a former mineman, uh, Navy. I cleared my – you know, on a minesweeper, cleared minefields. That's so what we did. So I'm on this minesweeper. I'm actually up on the bridge at the time, and we notice that the uh, – over the house pipe, the cover was coming off. It wasn't – bolted all the way down right and you know like they got the fail yeah you know they got the 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 swinging bolts that swing up and you just tighten down right yeah, yeah, yeah. so like i think there was four of them that was on it from what i remember and like three of them were off and one was just yeah just somebody, it was about to fall off yeah yeah because especially every time we would come down on the wave that all that tons of water yeah. and everything coming up right so so imagine someone blowing milk out of their nose that's basically what's happening on this boat with salt water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my chief looks at me and he goes, man, we got to get that thing because that thing's going to want it flying up here and mm-hmm. coming right through the bridge, right? Yep. So I go running down there, man, trying to you know play cool and brave in front of everybody. And I'm going running up onto the bow. Now, mind you, got you, smacked, we're, you? Dude, we're in some heavy seas, bro. I'm running. I'm working. I'm doing it. I'm going. I get right up almost to the bow, and all of a sudden I see sky. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it starts coming down, and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I grab onto a railing, and I'm glad I did. The house pipe uh, cover, I have no idea where it went. <laughs> Not a clue. It just, poof, just everything became a wall of green. That's all I remember, and I was hanging onto the railing, right? I mean, I wrapped my arms around it. I mean, I was locked. Was right? it a scooper? Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know what a scooper is, <laughs> That's where the water comes like a wall crashing over the the bow so hard that it scoops everything up off the deck and gone. 
Yeah. And so. or my favorite one is when like the bow goes underneath the water and it shoots all the water to the back of the to house. The back. Yeah. <laughs> it launches it over oh, yeah. over the house, you know, which could be like three stories tall. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to the back deck. <laughs> oh yeah. And we have an O three level and I've seen the water hit the fantail. So that which is the back of the ship for people who don't know. So anyways, this covered are we condescending right now? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. But anyways, as I was going up there, as I see Sky and we're coming down, all I I just kind of looked at that cover and I'm like, nope. <laughs> I just grabbed onto the railing and boosh, water everywhere. <laughs> so I go running <laughs> when it all ended, right? I go running back up, you know, inside the skin of the ship, and I work my way back up to the bridge. I get up there, and my chief is like, "Did you see the cover?" And I was like, "Nope." Just went right on through, right back over to the helm. And he just turned and he looked at me and he was like, yeah, I know. We, we saw what happened. <laughs> he was back up laughing. He goes, for a half a second, I was thinking, yep, Hancock's gone. <laughs> we lost him. That's when okay. that wave came crashing over, he was he goes, I was just kind of like, he's gone. Then he goes, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, there he is. It's like a little cockroach. <laughs> yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. At least they didn't dangle you over the side of the bow painting with a, like, a few gators below. Not gators, but I've definitely have hung over the the side painting before. Yeah, but yeah. no, I, I literally. But I not felt, with gators. So. I felt like Captain Hook. That bad. <laughs> that that's not cool. That that's not cool. Well, no, I didn't even notice. I'm painting away. I'm painting the uh, the name of the ship on the side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I look down. There's like three gators. I'm done. I'm quit. <laughs> I'm going back in. Why'd you stop, man? Look over that side. You hang over there. If you're not doing it, I'm not doing it. <laughs> nope. I literally remember one time hanging over the side painting. My chief joking around that he was going to cut the line so I'd fall in the water. Did you jump? Tell me you jumped. No, I didn't jump. He he, he turned around and he was like, no, I'm not going to do that. But here's why he didn't do it. He didn't worry about me getting hurt. He didn't want to waste line getting cut. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He did not cut it, not because he was afraid of his favorite petty officer, you know, underneath him in his division, you know, getting hurt or injured or Was he a boatswain's mate? Oh, yeah. 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 And that makes no, sense. Old school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he was like, no, I'm just not wasting that line. Yeah. I'm like, never mind. I can't yeah. say it on this show. So, <laughs> but me and my chief, actually, man, we, we became tight. Yeah. No, that... that. That makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah. We were a small community. I mean, you know, in my warfare on the on the MCMs and mine countermeasures. Well, ships, on those ships, it's anyway. only eighty four people. That's a crew of eighty four, so it's only two hundred thirty feet long. So you know everybody. <laughs> you had how many people on that small of a boat? Eighty four. Good God. Yeah. See, we were on a, and obviously not military, but yeah. like so. There's standards. Yeah. <laughs> We're on a 300-foot uh, supply boat with an ROV crew, and I think we maxed out at, like, 30 people. Mm-hmm. We had a crew of 84. We had, what was it, if I remember off the top of my head, I think we had something like, I want to say it was 10 officers and the rest was enlisted. Really? Yeah, awesome. from what I remember. That's too many officers. We had eight. <laughs> well, you got to remember, too, we were doing, like, combat operations out there clearing minefields and stuff. We were in, like, no-no areas. Like, you know, whenever we were over in... And there's other places. Um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we... You know, there was a lot of people on the crew, but you needed that because we needed all hands on deck to be able to, you know, set the gear, rig the gear, um, all the different stuff that we had to do. Plus, you had people, like, you know, in Combat Information Center. You know, you had your DC men, you know, in case of fires and stuff, and making sure that 
ship don't catch on fire or sink. <laughs> then you had your engineering department, your deck department, you know. Um, I was a combo, uh, because of my background, I was a combo between deck and combat. Mm-hmm. So, like, my training, I could run, like, sonar tech if I wanted to. Um, I could fly the MMB, the mine neutralization vehicle, which is the mini sub that we use, um, remote controlled, that we could go out to plant explosives on other explosive mines to get rid of them. Um, and then, of course, you know, working with deck department, you know, doing the bringing all the gear on the deck to put out behind the ship, to, which was pretty ironic to be on a ship that goes in a minefield that's made to blow up ships. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. But we would have to go in there to clear them out and stuff, so... There. Yeah, now you guys get a little basic, more background to me and what I used to do. Yeah, I like how we abandoned CERN and started talking to state stories. That's because they turned it on again. Also, we wanted to talk about the Navy and stuff. Yeah, and the Navy. Yeah. Uh, Next week, it'll be called Burn. So It might be called Burn. I mean, some of the – I've been just kind of browsing some of the things, and they're, like, so optimistic about every little detail with it, and it's it's – I feel like a lot of these places are pining over it. I mean, it's sketchy work. Who funds CERN? That I think is, uh, I think a lot of it comes from the government, government funding that does it. Which government? A combination of all, I think. The, like all, the all parties actually it, involved. It's EU, never mind. Yeah. Um. All right, yeah, no, I just, well, in cooperation with Russia in 2024, get out of here. In 2024, the whole thing will be behind us, and we won't even be thinking about it anymore. Get out of here. So CERN will end cooperation with Russia in 2024. So until then, they're working for Russia. (laughs) Shut up. This is getting worse and worse by the moment. (laughs) CERN to terminate? What the hell? Oh, work with Russia. Never mind. I didn't read the rest of the sentence. Terminate? I I mean, they could be. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about certain. Like I, on the scientist part of me was just like, yes, let's do it. Let's find out what we can find out because me is a reckless side going do it because I want to see what happens. <laughs> but honestly, here, uh, all all kidding aside, yes, it's great that we're doing these type of things because the fact that it could it could really advance a lot of things for us, not just on a scientific level, but even medical. I mean, there's a lot of things that we can find. You know, that may come out of all this stuff that could potentially help humankind as a whole, you know, for other things. You know, everything from it, – it would really transform everything in science that we know. It really would, mm-hmm. depending on what we come across, what we find, blah, blah, blah. All right. So in some ways, yes, I'm all about it. I'm thinking this could be a good thing in the right hands, used in the right ways. Yes, this could become a very good thing that will, like I said, that will propel us to a level where we need to be. Then on the backside, I mean, this is something that could potentially come up with never-ending fuel for us. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's one way of looking at it. But on the flip side of the coin, let's be fair and be real. Accidents happen. Yeah. And the type of experiments they do, these sometimes are accidents that you can't come back from. So, it's good. Like a dark matter explosion. Like accidentally creating a nuclear explosion, you know, or accidentally creating a black hole that gets out of control. Mm -hmm. I mean, the sheer force of weight that's needed to contain what they do sometimes is imagine gravity on this earth that's amplified by about mm, 200,000, I think. 
in some cases that they have to use in order to contain the energy and, and influx of what they're doing. So if you have that machine quit working all of a sudden and all that energy expands outward, it's not going to be good. No, you might wind up with, you know, people that are uh, flexible like rubber or, you know, some guy gets struck by lightning and starts becoming the fastest man alive or, Thanks you know. a lot, Barry. Yep. Screwing with the timeline again. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mandela effects. <laughs> Definitely Mandela effect. Oh, man. Ah. Yeah. What if in an alternate universe... Oh, God. We think that it's a movie and TV show and all that, but come to find out the person really is a real superhero. He really is the Flash. They're just... Like you, like the old saying goes, like we just said earlier, hide it out in the open. They well, think it's a, they think it's a movie, but in real life, this guy's actually Grant Gustin is actually really the Flash, and of course he's so fast you would never be able to see him and know that he's really a superhero, and he really is going around saving people. And maybe CERN really screwed up, Mandela effect. I don't know. Okay, just saying. <laughs> I so on the one hand, like if we go into like multiversal theory. Basically, if you can imagine it, mm -hmm. it's a thing. So, like, yeah. there's a universe where you're spaghetti, you know, yeah. or, you know, where Barry Allen is a thing, is a real thing, and, you know, all of that. Yeah, because anybody who would say that, oh, that can never happen, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you're you're determining that by our physics. We don't know how physics may apply in other alternate universes. We don't know. The physics could be completely different. Everything, everything could be completely different. Um, prime example, maybe in one of these alternate uh, alternate realities, we don't even live off of oxygen. We live off of something else. Yeah. Oxygen would actually kill us. It's a poison on that planet. It's true because in your mind right now, I know you have your doubts, but you're looking at it from our physics, not theirs. Our makeup over there may be completely different from what's here. So we may breathe. No, I I, I, I agree. mean who knows? I agree with you. I'm yeah. not I'm not totally like dismissing it, although that's what my face is saying. And too bad we're not on video because you'd be able to see what my face is saying. Yeah. But it getting into the multiverse and time travel and all of that and CERN could lead to it. Yeah, and maybe we'll learn more about it, and maybe yeah. we'll learn that you know everything we know about it is wrong. But it's also kind of a dangerous and sketchy path to go down because, yeah. I mean, anytime anyone has tried to, like, change – like, let's say a dude has a premonition that, you know, his whole family gets slaughtered and, like, has every detail – has dreamed every detail up until it, and he's trying everything he can to stop it, but he's just making it worse. Yeah. You know? And then, like, he invents Time Machine, you know, like, mm -hmm. the Time Machine, the book, and goes back in time. And every time he tries to, like, stop that over and over, the person, his family, whatever, dies in a different way, you know? Believe it or not, The Flash actually had a very good episode one time where they were explaining, like, like Barry Allen explained it. He said he took a cup, and he was explaining to his daughter, right, that he goes, all right, picture this being the timeline. And he vibrated his hand and made the cup break, right? Mm -hmm. He goes, now, you're trying to fix it. So you go back in time to fix it. And he puts, like, the one piece back in. He goes, yeah, you got it in there, and it fits. But you can see all the little cracks and changes in it. He goes, 
no matter what you do, there's always going to be some type of a change. No matter what you do to try to fix it, change it, anything like that. And he goes, there's always going to be a little change. Now he goes, you do something big or drastic, big and major changes. So I believe that in, in theory, I think that that would be 100% correct. So let's say the CERN could actually make us time travel, go back in time. All right, hence the Mandela effect. That Mandela effect might be just because three or four people went back in time 100 years ago and they took a selfie. Yeah, they, they stuck around and hung out for like a couple of months. Well, those little interactions that they have with people around them those is pictures. going to alter. There you go. Those pictures, bro. It's going to alter the future. It will. Maybe not for everybody. It could be a very minor change or some of them may be drastic changes. Like, they go back in time. They're trying to keep it very low-key. You know, like they always say, like, you know, going back in time, you know, don't want to talk to yourself, stuff like that, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You've already altered time, though, just by going back. Yeah. You, and you introduce yourself it, into an environment. The that butterfly you're not, effect. Exactly. You you're literally, not supposed to be there. You step on a blade of grass or, mm-hmm. you know, you step on, I don't know, a sapling of a tree or something that's going to grow into this very important tree that's an asset for this blah, blah, blah. And exactly. Like on and on and exactly. on. It gets bigger. And just the, the key person you may speak to or talk to. Um, okay. Prime example. You're walking down the sidewalk, you're keeping it very low-key. You're not even in your hometown. You don't want to take a chance running into yourself from the past, right? Or like your parents, anything like that, right? You're in this little town, you're walking around, you bump into somebody. They're like, oh, hey, do you have the time? Yeah, the time is, you know, 3 o'clock. Be like, oh, okay, great. And, you know, you get into a conversation for a few moments. You know, just a few moments. Mm -hmm. And they're like, all right, man, well, you know, hey, you have a good one. You have a great day. Thank you. Bye, bye, bye. You had a very minor, hardly... Hardly anything at all. Meaningless moment for a total of like a minute and a half, right? That minute and a half saved that guy from getting killed by a car that he was supposed to die from. And then he turns into Hitler. And then he, no, (laughs) he winds up having a child that maybe winds up becoming a serial killer or who knows what, you know? You never know. The, The littlest things that you do can alter and change an entire destiny for people. But it's... You also have to think of it as like the – what's a good way to put this? The law of equivalent exchange. Mm-hmm. So matter can't be created or destroyed. Right. That we know of. That we know of. That we by know By our of. physics. Oh, we're, yeah. we're just we're, – I know. I know. We'll just go with that. Yep. So the timeline or God or the universe or however you look at it has to make up for you being there and you – Saving this person's life accidentally mm-hmm. and this person's family. And you got to think about it. Dude had a kid. Mm-hmm. And then his kid had kids. Mm-hmm. And his kid's kids had kids. Yeah. And his kid's kid's kids had kids. And so you have to make up for those extra – that extra energy yeah. for the people that have to be born later on Yeah. to do specific things or it doesn't get done. Or – because of that slight interruption, the guy gets home. He talks about it with his wife about his day. Oh, I met this interesting guy. Talked to him just for a quick minute, but really nice gentleman, you know, blah, blah, blah. Him and the wife, they get in other conversations about other things that night, right? Because those things can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, just one little word can completely change an entire conversation, right? So they wind up going to bed. You know, they stay up late talking and stuff. It was a great night, romantic night, just talking and everything, and they go to bed. That night, they were supposed to actually have sex. They would have given birth 
and conceive that night a male. The next time they actually wind up having sex, they wind up having a female. So a life got completely changed because of that moment being altered. Wow. I like the way you think sometimes. I, I really do. That is just cr- <laughs> I, I. It's going to take me a while for it to really hit and compute. Yeah, and that that is that's all just chaos theory and everything else of how things can change on a dime. Yeah, no. Just uh, from one little minute thing. It just no, no. Time is not circular. I disagree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they've, they've already the, they've, the the solar system, the universe. Right now, think of us as a bullet. So we're a bullet, and with modern bullets, whatever. Yeah. The barrels are rifled, so we're spinning, and that's exactly what our solar system is doing. Yeah. We're shooting like a bullet at such and such miles an hour, thousands of miles an hour. Yeah. In this universe, which is also moving at thousands and thousands and thousands of miles an hour, yeah. and we're spinning while we're doing that, and that's what's holding us together. Yeah. Otherwise, we just fray apart and go. Yep. Pretty so, much. So yeah, spinning gravity. Um, we are not stationary and we are not circular. No. Uh, there was a big theory for a long time that with the introduction of everything, mm-hmm. that with the Big Bang Theory, you know, and everything was expanding outward and all that, that people thought that eventually there's a chance it could all snap back in on itself. Yeah, I think it was string theory or something. Yeah. Like that. And then there's other scientists, a lot of them actually, that disagree with that and say, no, it's just going to keep on going and going and going and going and going exponentially for infinity forever and ever amen um but they're theories nobody knows anything yeah, nobody for knows for certain yeah like I, I i love how we take these theories for granted mm-hmm. even though they're theories yeah you know theory of relativity yeah theory of evolution theory of everything yeah you know they just when people try to argue when they bring theory. up a theory in the argument and go oh yeah well what about the theory of blah 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 it's a theory. You, you just said it yourself it's in that literally sentence. A theory. You said it's a theory. fact. Yeah. You know? It's not a fact. It's not a factual it's statement. Yeah. It's, they would have called it something totally different. Yeah. It would have, they would have excluded the name theory. They would have just called it relativity. Yeah. You know? And like gravity. They literally, what just happened to the computer? Well, we have gravity, but nobody really knows how it works. Uh, literally, they, they created a thing called gravitons to use... For explaining gravity and like equations when they're doing stuff, literally the 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 word there is no such thing as an actual graviton. They just call it graviton in order to be able to go. Well, when gravitons are pushing down on this force and yada 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 to cause this and blah 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 and their mathematical qu- because they really don't know exactly how gravity works. Yeah, they came up with a name for it because they have the name thing like the three particles CERN discovered. Full circle. ABC. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um. That's the show for tonight. That went quick. And uh, we'll catch you next weekend. Next weekend. Um, Take it easy. Bye. Bye.